Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast. And we have such a wonderful guest today, and it's very exciting because she has just been crowned the new Miss Universe, the 67th Miss Universe. Welcome, Catriona Gray. Thank you so much for having me. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to the United States Thank and you. New York in particular. I know. I'm only a week fresh here in New York City. Just moved in. I know, but you know, you already seem like a native. And, uh, you know, joining us in our conversation, of course, is Ali Stagnita, our on air anchor and news writer, and Nick, our silent producer. Silent producer. (laughs) So, I mean, you are really freshly crowned. This just happened. And you only arrived. The Miss Universe apartment is here. Like, this is your base. The, the place that you're going to be based now. Yeah, this is my new home. Isn't that crazy that I get to say that I live now in New York City? Oh. Yes, and I've been all over your Instagram, and I see <laughs> that you've already visited like some key places that are very New York, like top of the Rockefeller Center. Yes, we were just there yesterday, freezing. Oh, I want to so go cold. back in summer. <laughs> yes, yes, I don't blame you. Yeah, but it was beautiful to see New York from that point of view. It's just crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, it's an adjustment because I saw you've got a big coat. You're all bundled up. <laughs> you've got very high boots on. Yeah. Because you, you're used to being in a much more warmer climate, aren't you? Tropical Yeah, climate. well, in the Philippines, we don't really have winter. We have hot season and wet season. So <laughs> to come over to the States and obviously to New York and then be greeted by chilly winds, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. And everyone keeps telling me that this is mild. Oh, yes. yeah. I was about to say, it's going to get worse. Like, come February and March, <laughs> you're going to be like, take me back. <laughs> That's what I'm fearing. But it's okay but because we're really nice you guys are though (laughs) and i mean um everyone has been so welcoming and like it hasn't felt like a huge adjustment at all because everyone has just really been so kind especially my miss universe family like really helped me settle into the apartment sarah rose miss usa just came back last night so yeah i'm really excited is she your roommate like she shares the apartment she's my housemate yeah yeah so that that's really great Mm -hmm. that you you have somebody because i imagine like it's such a it's such a big transition Mm -hmm. to be living in the philippines and then you leave your family, your friends, and you're here for a year now. Yeah, I mean, the tradition isn't that, uh, uh, transition isn't that um, shocking because I did live alone in the Philippines. My family actually live in Australia. So I've been away from my family living now for about six years. So I don't really feel that um, homesickness yet. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it really helps that that I know that I'm coming to New York and will have friends. Like, of course, I have Sarah, and then I I've made some friends in the past that might be passing through. And I don't know. I just I just I feel like I'm I'm getting right at home here. Yeah. Well, and you lucked out with Sarah Rose too because she is the best. (laughs) I know she's the sweetest. I'm so excited to catch up with her later. (laughs) Now it's very interesting because you did grow up in Australia Mm -hmm. until you were what age? 17. 17. And then you moved to the Philippines. But you don't have an Australian accent. I can have an Australian accent if I want to. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, you're oh. giving a Brie on The Bachelor a run for her money. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> so is that your, is Australian accent your normal voice? No, this is my normal voice. It just so happens that I kind of just adapt to my environment. Um, I don't know. When I first moved to the Philippines, my accent was there, my Australian accent. And then I adapted because we speak American English in the Philippines. Uh-huh. So, of course, being around Americans now, I just I've kind of just picked up on it even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a big mix of like all exactly. of you are a melting pot yourself. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Well, soon you'll be talking like a New Yorker. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> hope not. I hope not. Coffee. <laughs> exactly. Now, in the Philippines, I didn't realize they speak American English, but do they also speak, is there, there's a Philippines language too. Yes, Tagalog, but there's also 120 different um, lang- uh, not languages, but dialects. Yeah. And do you speak that? Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> I wish. Oh, no, 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 no. But Tagalog, they- yes, I oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. And the thing is, people don't realize here in the States how big the Philippines is, like 104 million people, right? Or I, I said 104 million on stage, but the recent statistic is 107. Wow. Oh. So I was three off. <laughs> three off. That's pretty good <laughs> for saying it off the hook. misled me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's now, okay. tell us about your your journey to become Miss Universe. Like, why is this something that you wanted to do? Well, being a Philippine representative, pageantry is huge in the Philippines, like huge. Um, it's our Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the level of support that Filipinos give the arena of pageantry is phenomenal. And that's why I really didn't realize the platform that pageantry had until I moved to the Philippines. Because coming from Australia, um, pageantry, is it's kind of there, but not really a lot of people really invest their time and effort to support their candidate and support the pageant. Whereas in the Philippines, it's the complete opposite. So when I realized what platform it had I was already just being a volunteer working in a few charities and an actual good friend of mine had entered a national pageant and I saw the platform firsthand so then it made me think like look at this platform look at how many people are sitting up and paying attention to these queens um what if I could merge the two merge the work that I'm doing for my um charities and and with the arena or the platform of pageantry so that's what kind of made me want to pursue pageantry interesting and so are there like a lot of regional pageants there is that what it is there are so many pageants in the Philippines I think for every um Every small town, every college, there's a pageant. Really? Wow. We Why? love it. We Why do you think it? that is so big there? Um, one, we're very proud people. And there's just something about pageant. I don't know. We just, we love supporting our candidates. It's like our Super Bowl, you know? We don't have football, really. In the <laughs> right, <world>. right. <laughs> we have basketball, boxing, and pageants. 
I like that. Yeah. yeah. The three B's. <laughs> what had prompted you to move to Philippines in the first place? Well, actually, I wanted to take a gap year. Okay. So I was a 17 year old, just graduated high school, did not know what I wanted to do with my life. Like I had been very and where studious. did you grow up in Australia? Which city? In Queensland. It's mm-hmm. a city called Cairns. I've it's heard of the it. the port of the Great Barrier Reef. Huh? Is that on the, for those of us who can't picture <laughs> Australia in our heads, it's is it the on northeast, the northeast, near the pointy end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I, I wanted to take a gap year because I didn't really understand who I was also because I was quite a sheltered only child. Oh. So um, I'm, I'm also quite acutely self-aware. Like I'm just a very observant person. I'm a very analytical person. So I wanted to challenge myself. Like, who am I alone? Um, if that made sense. So I wanted to go out into the big old world and and kind of discover myself. And Philippines made sense. Not only did I travel there as a child through ju- during my school right, holidays. Right, because your mom's Filipina. Yes. Um, but it just made sense mm-hmm. to rediscover that, not rediscover, but discover that side of me and discover my roots. So that's why I went to the Philippines. And, and then, do you have family there still? I do. Um, they're in the provinces, though. So I stayed predominantly in the city. Mm. In Manila? Yes. So it didn't feel that unknown to me going to the Philippines because I had been there before. But um, I did go through the growth spurt or the growing pains of suddenly Mm -hmm. finding myself alone, having to, you know, live alone and kind of navigate that life. And yeah, it just it was an amazing growth um, part of my life. Yeah. And were you studying there or like what what were you doing? I know you got involved in charitable work, but what were were you like when you went there? What was your thing to study? I went straight into work. I worked as a model, mostly Uh in commercials. I even traveled a little bit around regional Asia um, to work in commercial work and some fashion work, too. Um, And then I started um, getting endorsements, so becoming an endorser. I did my charity work, and I also did small things like music. And I I studied by correspondence. So I have a master's certificate in music theory from Berkeley through correspondence. And And Berkeley is a very major... Music school it, here it's in huge. the States. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. What were you studying? What type of music? <laughs> Um, really, I wanted to understand the fundamentals of music, mostly like the notation and the harmonies and just, you know, the the technical stuff, because I do love singing, but I didn't have that technical side. I Mm. I could sing, but I didn't, you know, you know, on paper. Um, So I just wanted to complement that in that way. And, And music's just been something that ever since I'm a little girl, I've always had a love for. And so you got involved in the pageants Mm -hmm. and uh, how did it progress to Miss Universe? (laughs) Like you got, I guess you have to win Miss Philippines, right? Yeah. Well, actually the thing about the Miss Philippines pageant, um, it's six crowns up for grabs. So you don't just join and go for one crown, which is the Miss Universe Philippines crown. You join with the chance of going to any one of the six. So there's Miss Universe, Miss International, Miss Grand International, Miss Supranational, Miss Intercontinental, <laughs> and Miss Globe. <laughs> oh you are gosh. right. It is really so a that Super in Bowl. itself is a little bit scary because I went into the competition only wanting to get the Universe crown, but there's nothing that you can say to be like, I just want this crown and nothing else. <laughs> is there one that's like the most coveted out of oh, all Miss of them? Universe. Miss Universe, yeah. of course. Yeah, okay. it's the highest ranked. It's to go the and one that everyone joins Miss for. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, no offense to the other girls. <laughs> um, no, but so that was the risk of joining. Like I didn't want to join and then get sent to another pageant. It was really 
Miss Universe or nothing for me. Um, but, you know, it obviously paid off. I was able to earn the right to represent my country at Miss Universe and wow. go on to And the rest Miss is Universe. history. Yeah. Now, when you're, I watched the, um, the video of the final moments. And when mm-hmm. you're standing there with the um, other contestant who mm-hmm. will be the runner up, what was going through your mind? <laughs> because they make you wait. Like they have oh, that, yeah. that pause, that long With the music. That just, also, you never know with Steve Harvey sometimes. <laughs> oh, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love him. <laughs> well, like um, through every like portion of the pageant, I just really had gratitude in my heart because this isn't my this wasn't my first international pageant. I had competed previously in Miss World in 2016. So and I finished up third runner up there. So I know what it's like to have your name not called. And I didn't want to put that same kind of pressure on myself as I did before. So every single graduation in the pageant, whether it be the top 20, top 10, top five, top three, I just went into each with a grateful heart. It's like if my name's going to be called oh my gosh, amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. If I'm not called, I'm still grateful. I know that this is for, there is a reason for this. I will go on and do other things. Right. So good Uh, positive reinforcement. Yeah. Because that's just what I learned from my previous experience. So standing in the top two, I was weirdly calm. You looked very relaxed. I was going to say, I was going to be like, you looked like weirdly. I was like, Right? Does she know she's gonna win? Like, I, like I wasn't sure. I was like, is she super confident? Um, you were so calm. I was ran weirdly calm because I had imagined that moment, like you know, when you're you're thinking, and I was like, Visualize, you know, if I, yeah. I'm, I'm able to make it to the top two, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die in that. You'll moment. just die my in that spot. Will be in my throat. I'll be hyperventilating. <laughs> I'll want to collapse. Um, and it wasn't that at all. It was so strange, and I, I just felt calm, and 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 that's why I'm I'm actually like I'm comfort. Miss South Africa by like I'm doing my everyone's asking why are you doing that and I was like (laughs) I was trying to be comforting I guess (laughs) um and because I just I felt honestly I just felt grateful to be there like top two out of 94 amazing women in this universe representing my country I knew I did everything to the best of my ability and there's a kind of peace of mind that comes knowing that you gave everything that you had so if you still if I were to still get first runner up, I knew I would have no regrets. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wish I did this better. I wish I did this differently. Like, I didn't have that at all. So I, in my heart, honestly, I was just thinking to myself, whatever happens, you know, I will be grateful for it. And then I've when done you heard your name. Proud. And then when they said, Philippine, you can just see it on my face. I'm just like. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Like there wasn't any, you know, you know, sometimes girls are like, no, when you react, you have to still be beautiful because right. it's going to be right. videoed and it's going to be photographed. And yeah, nothing, nothing in my mind. I was just overcome with emotion. And I honestly thought I would bawl my eyes out, but I did not. 
I know. Right? And then I was like, why is like, hi, Kat, are you there? No, but that's the thing. I felt like I was in a dream state. Like, yeah. it didn't feel real. I was walking down the stage, didn't realize I was supposed to be looking at the stage manager because he was supposed to direct me oh, where gosh. to go. And then I just realized last night, oh, I'm going to turn around now. Oh, my God, is this real? And I'm like touching it. It's like, oh, it's on my head. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's, it's such a strange strange sensation and a strange moment because that's what we work for like how many months and some for some girls it's a childhood dream and Mm -hmm. for it to be realized I just I can't even describe it I can't even describe how I felt like in the moments after that too because it was just a whirlwind yeah I think one of the times it really hit me that it was real was when I was joined with my parents and my mom was just she was the tears like she was crying enough for the both of us (laughs) and yeah, and, and and I think that's really when it hit home for me, too. Like, got my parents, my mom kept telling me, I dreamed this, honey. Well, that's right, because she really it. did dream it, didn't she? She did. <laughs> Is that why you chose the red dress? That's why I yeah. chose red. Um, it, it When she first told me, I was like 13 years old, and I thought nothing of it. Because like I was like, okay, mom, I'm not really interested in pageants. And- mm-hmm. Right, because she dreamt that you won Miss Universe in a, in a red, red dress. dress. Yeah. And then when I had won nationals, and I was a Miss Philippines, I was already brainstorming with my team like what color, what design. Because evening gown is like one of my favorite portions. Yes. Yeah. I'm always curious what the girl will come out with, what the dress will be, how they'll how they'll work it, how they'll style it. Like it's it's one of my favorite segments for sure. And so when I was thinking about the design and everything, I remembered my mom telling me that. So I was like, it needs to be red. Of course. Yeah. Had to be. Mom was right. I was like, what else are you withholding from yeah, me? Yeah, tell me everything now. <laughs> Now's your chance. The red the red looked ph- phenomenal. Thank it was a great you. choice. And your walk is something really special. Like it's kind of different from everything that the other girls do and the um commentators pointed that out tell me like how did you develop this like kind of swanky like hip swerve and walk I try to recreate it sometimes when, when I'm alone but <laughs> yeah. she's alone Holly <laughs> yeah. we're gonna make you do that after I love that um actually I have a mentor his okay. name is Carlos Buendia um and he's a very very dear friend of mine he's been with me um since the beginning of my pageant journey for so for three years now mm-hmm. or yeah, three because it's 2013, uh, 2019 now. Yes. Um, and, and he has a background in theater okay. and dance. So before I even learned to walk, I learned my personality development training using theater workshops to get rid of inhibitions. Mm. Because, you know, when you go on stage, it's a really nerve wracking environment. Yes. And you're like, oh, my gosh, everyone's looking at me. Do I look OK? Like, what is my face like? Like, are they looking at, you know, what about this angle? Where am I supposed to look? It's, it's, it's always these these mental thoughts. But getting rid of those inhibitions, it allows you to just start building a foundation for yourself where you can go out there and just enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. So I worked on my personality development through the- theater workshops and then I moved to dance because walking is coordination it's balance and it's a performance so dance made sense so I I learned a lot of salsa I learned a lot of ballroom and you know just different things that kind of built in the foundation before I started walking Mm -hmm. and yeah I think we really aimed for 
a classy walk where the main movement comes from the hips. Yeah. There's not a lot of shoulder mm -hmm. action going. We just wanted the hip to be the main thing and also the establishment. So that's where the slow-mo turn came in. Yeah. The whole hair and yeah. And, <laughs> you know, this is fascinating because I don't think that most people who watch uh, Miss Universe or Miss America mm -hmm. think about the 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 work and the thought that has gone into something like a your lot walk. Of people say, oh, being a beauty queen is so easy. You just have to walk from point A to point B, speak for 30 seconds, smile and wave. But um, I, honestly, if I think that they saw how much work and dedication and effort and time goes into preparing for pageants such as Miss Universe, I think they would have a newfound appreciation for what we do because I certainly do. I came from that perspective of only seeing beauty queens as, you know, going up in a pretty dress and then when I actually started you know preparing for pageants that's when I was like wow this is a lot of work yeah oh, I bet and also I mean do you prepare aside from the talent portion do you prepare for the questions Listen like there's no talent in Miss Universe oh in Miss Universe okay well a lot of the the talent shows have a I mean, mm. a lot of the pageants have a talent mm. portion, so they have to prepare. You don't have to do that. But did, in terms of the questions, do you have to kind of practice questions? Well, um, actually, I took another approach to practicing for Q&A because, of, of course, it's an aspect that I definitely want to train myself for. But there's not really a way to recreate the sensation of being in front of that many people. <laughs> I mean, we can practice in front of a one-on-one -on -one mentor, in front of a room of people, but you will never recreate that sensation or your nerves of being in front of millions. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I feel like I started off at a good point because I have done hosting before. I have done events. And, and in school, I did a lot of speeches and, and things like that. So speaking in front of a crowd isn't really my – it doesn't it doesn't scare me. Like I don't have a fear of public speaking. But when it came to, to studying for Q&A, we didn't just practice with questions. It was more about topics because I'm pretty good if I under I just need an understanding of the topic to formulate my own opinion, but also understand everyone else's opinion for it. Yeah. So that I'm not going to be polarizing if ever I'm this is what I believe and that's the only way that's right. Mm -hmm. you, I need to have an understanding of the topic overall. So that was really important. So I had to really read a lot. I had to keep on top of current issues and also think about not only what the state of this issue is in the Philippines, but also in other places in exactly. the world. Because you're representing the universe. Right. Exactly. And you have a worldwide audience. Yeah. Now, what will your year be like? What do you know you'll be doing? I know I'll be traveling a lot. Um, I know I'll be doing a lot of um, charity work or works for organizations, um, which I'm really looking forward to because that's what I most enjoy about being a beauty queen is the spokesperson aspect because not only is it fulfilling to me as a human being, but I also feel that a beauty queen is at her most powerful when she's relatable, where people can see her on the same level and see an aspect of themselves in her so that they can be like, oh, look at her. She's making that change in her community so that I can like that means I could do it, too. That's what I want to kind of showcase during my reign that I'm just. I want to try and be relatable, show Miss Universe as someone that is approachable, that when I do do my work, that there are aspects that everyone else could apply to their own communities, because that's when I'm not just making a difference as myself, but empowering others to right, also inspiring do the same. others. Yeah. 
Now, do you travel all over the world? As I, I would think so. Do you yeah. travel the universe when you go <laughs> to the moon in a spaceship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm sure I will travel quite a bit. My first international trip is Indonesia. Oh, wow. very exciting! Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited for that. So I'm somewhere I've never been, and my roommate was Miss Indonesia. Oh, how lucky is that? I so you get know. To see her. I hope so. Yeah. It's huge too, <clears throat> Indonesia. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then the, what's so funny is I've just adjusted to the time here and then uh, I'm going yeah. to Indonesia and I'll adjust there again and then I come back and right. be in limbo. <laughs> exactly. Because like literally that's around the world. Mm-hmm, but I'm it's sure, all a part of the job. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Demi Lee has some good advice for that. She always, yeah. she she's filled with advice. I now, feel like. Demi Lee Peters was the previous Miss Universe. Mm-hmm. Has she given you any advice? Um, I've only really had a small, small chat with her because literally she let, so the pageant was in the morning and she left that afternoon what yeah, where'd the she go was at 7 a.m in thailand so I it could know. be here right. at night that's and right she that had to go right so back weird. to south africa yeah so um she really just said enjoy the year it's going to go by so fast so enjoy every moment well that's good advice but it's true like when you consider the whirlwind nature of what it is like it can escape you and I just right and I just keep reminding myself okay absorb it absorb it be present be present yeah I know she journaled and she does say to like everyone to definitely journal start to finish she was in here last year at this time it's crazy she was that and I do think that's really good advice because it, it will go so fast yeah. and you're just going to have such interesting nonstop experiences. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have, I have one more okay. good question for you. Yeah. Um, just about your platform um, and what you are really passionate about your charities. Can you tell us a little bit about them and um, kind of what your international platform will be? Yeah, I'm definitely passionate about education. Mm. Um, it's not something that I just cherry pick like, oh, education seems like a nice cause. No, um, growing up, I never experienced poverty firsthand. At That's all. a good thing. Right. Growing up in Australia, moving to the Philippines, I had never seen it with my own two eyes. Um, and then when I did start my volunteer work, it was at an area nearby to where I lived. And it's called Smoky Mountain in Manila. Smoky Mountain, it gets its name because it's literally a mountain made of trash. Oh. It's a garbage dump. Wow. And the families around that area, they make a living through scavenging through the trash to buy up, to collect and sell recyclable materials. And so so if you could just imagine what it looks like there and they're, they're, where they live is literally makeshift shacks that they make out of things that they collect. From the and garbage. you see the children on the street and they're playing with things that they've found. They don't even have toys to play with. And, and I walked through that community and seeing it with my own two eyes, I just, I struggled because I... I was so affronted with the feeling of why was I so lucky that I never experienced this? I wasn't born into a situation like this. But then you have these children. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
who have just been born into this circumstance and they never had the choice to choose. Like, mm-hmm. why do I get to be lucky and they don't? Mm-hmm. Why do I get to be able to dream and be like, hey, I want to I wanna go and be Miss Universe one day. I want to be a teacher and have the, the, the tools given to me to be able to reach that where these kids are not even given the choice to choose. And don't you work with an organization that does help them get education? Yes. So that's why I felt so passionately about it. Um, it the organization is called Young Focus Philippines. Um, they're one of the many non-for-profits in the area that really cater the t- to the community because there are so many children that are not in school. And a lot of them are even helping with the you know the family make ends meet at a very young age um so young focus gives access to quality education and also um gives school sponsorships so that those kids can go all the way up through college and really have the chance to to have the potential to pull their family right, out of that situation break the cycle. exactly break the cycle well, that, that is a wonderful thing for you to publicize and i think if everybody follows you on instagram and are you on twitter as well yep instagram twitter Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. They can learn more about this organization that you support. And listen, we really wish you well for have a fabulous year. (laughs) And thank you so much for coming to Hollywood Life. Thanks so much. Yes. Yes. Remember every moment, including us. Yes, I definitely will. With the with the fluffy sign. With the sign. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye.